Welcome, my friends, to Om Sunday. This is episode number one, the introduction. My name is Danny Amos, and I'm your host, and I thank you for being here and listening. So I decided to start this Om Sunday podcast after seeing the research which indicates that the majority of Catholics don't go to church anymore, which was about 40 million people just in the United States alone. And those were numbers from before the coronavirus pandemic. And so I wondered, do those people still identify as Catholic that don't go to church? Or maybe they've moved on to something else? And I wondered, is this mass exodus a good thing? A new beginning? What's going on? And so I thought I would start this podcast primarily to explore that. And so Om Sunday, the podcast, is in large part for anyone who at some point in their life was connected to the Catholic Church, but for whatever reason, right now, you're not. That might include people who still go once in a while. Maybe they consider themselves a Catholic. Maybe they don't, even though they don't go. Uh, Maybe they're still loosely connected. All the way to those people who have absolutely left and they're never coming back. The primary purpose of the podcast or this project or this outreach is to digitally document your stories. So what happened to you with the Catholic Church? Why did you leave? But most importantly, what are you doing now? Maybe you were just bored or maybe you were sick of the hypocrisy or maybe you just found the whole thing so limiting Maybe you've picked a new church, or maybe you've picked a new religion, or maybe you're not doing anything. Maybe you had a bad experience and it turned you off. I mean, there's there's a million reasons why so many people, the majority of people, have left. And there's probably as many reasons why people have left as there are people. And everybody's story is unique, and everybody's story is important. And so what I'd like to do is I'd like to hear your story and document it and record it and share it with everybody. So if you have a story and you'd like to share it, uh, let me know. My hope is that through this process, we can learn from each other. Maybe it's a way for people to reconnect. Maybe we'll find new places or new practices that help us, that lift us up. Now, in addition to documenting your stories, the podcast isn't just for people who are or were Catholics. Uh, Maybe you're from some other Christian tradition other than the Catholic tradition. Or maybe you've never followed any religion or any faith or any spiritual tradition. Or maybe you're from a different tradition altogether. If that's the case, you're still welcome here. And I hope you'll join us because you'll have a lot to add to the conversations. And we have a lot that we can learn from you. So I, I do hope you'll join us and contribute to the conversation and help us all grow. So let me tell you just a little bit about myself, who I am, so you know who you're listening to. Because I come to this project, obviously, through my own lens and with all my own biases, and especially as a privileged white Catholic Christian male, uh, cradle Catholic at that, uh, I have an awful lot to learn. And and I, I should say that anything that I have to add to this podcast is simply coming from my current opinion based on the things that I've read and studied. And hopefully my opinions are continuing to develop and to evolve as they have for many years. I really enjoy studying things that challenge me, uh, not just things that reinforce and reaffirm my current beliefs and where I'm at. 
So I come to this project with an open mind, uh, with a desire to learn from you and from the other guests we have. Uh, maybe as uh, one of my favorite uh, authors, Brian McLaren, says, I think he said this recently on a podcast about seeing. And I come to this project to hopefully see what my upbringing has likely prevented me from seeing. So that's what I'm hoping to get out of it. So let me give you a little bit of bio info on, info on me so you know who you're listening to. I grew up in what I would describe as a very old-fashioned Catholic conservative family. Both my parents were Catholic. Some might describe them as very Catholic, which really just meant that they were very disciplined or regimented. What it meant was we went to church as a family every Sunday. There were no questions asked. And the strange thing actually was there was nothing asked or spoken about. We rarely ever spoke about religion, if ever. Didn't speak about God or Jesus or Christianity or or really what the point of the whole thing was. Uh, we just had to go to church. That That's what mattered. That's what seemed to be the only thing that was important. Um, and that's what it meant to be a Catholic, simply to go to church. That's why I think I found the the research that has prompted this podcast so interesting that most Catholics don't go to church. Anyway, um, that's how I grew up. Uh, by profession, I've been an attorney since 1985, and for 25 of those years, I was a civil litigator, which basically just meant that uh, I did a lot of what we call, in the legal business, discovery. You were always trying to discover what the case was about, and so you asked a lot of questions. I took a lot of depositions, thousands of depositions. And I basically, for 25 years as a lawyer, got paid to ask questions, which was interesting. And I'd say it's come in handy over the years in my spiritual life. And in fact, this Alm Sunday podcast is going to be a lot about asking questions, not, not so much about getting answers. I'm, I'm not here to teach. I'm simply here to explore all of these different things with you. And Om Sunday is going to be about exploration. It's going to be asking about asking questions, uh, asking a lot of hopefully intelligent questions, because I think that good good spirituality is is more about good questions than it is about finding answers. Anyway, that, that's a bit about my professional life. In my personal life, I grew up in Los Angeles. When I was 19 years old, I met this beautiful 19-year-old girl, and we got married. And it's the best thing that ever happened to me. On July 11th of this year, 2021, I will be married for 40 years to this beautiful young woman. And um, great story there, too. We, When we met as 19, I wanted to get married the next day, but luckily she had a little more sense than me. We waited a year or so, and um, we went to my Catholic church, the, the old Monsignor there, who I had known because I was a, an altar boy. We didn't have altar servers then. It was only boys. And we went in and met him in his office and said we wanted to get married. And he, of course, said no. The reason for that, which was a surprise to us, was because she wasn't Catholic. She was Episcopalian. And to us, it didn't seem to make any difference. But, oh, boy, he had a cow. And uh, so he wouldn't marry us. So we looked around and we actually found another Catholic church where we could find a priest who would marry us. And we wound up getting married. And it's funny, as I look back uh, at that story over the years, uh, the the research that so many people have left the Catholic Church, it, it doesn't surprise me. They they don't always do a good job of, of welcome. And it's surprising that my wife and I hung around, but we did. And so uh, 
So this year we celebrate 40 years. And on July 11th, 7-Eleven, we always used to go and get a free uh, Slurpee on 7-Eleven. wonder if they're still doing that. Anyway, we have three spectacular adult children. They're wonderful, wonderful human beings. We also have three beautiful grandchildren. Another one on the way. So anyway, that's a bit about me personally. Probably more than you needed to hear. Uh, also, probably should mention that I am a, a deacon in the Catholic Church. I'm an ordained Catholic deacon. have been since 2013. And for those of you who are not familiar with what a Catholic deacon is, because that that term deacon means different things in different Catholic traditions, excuse me, different Christian traditions. Um, in the Catholic tradition, a deacon is basically just the uh, the low man on the totem pole in the hierarchy of the uh, the Catholic clergy. There's bishops at the top, and then priests, and then deacons. Anyway, as a deacon, I've done all the deacon things. I've presided at weddings, and I've done lots and lots of baptisms, and presided at funerals and preached on Sunday. And and most importantly, I think, uh, for the deacons in particular, is I've been involved with service work and outreach. Primarily for me, it's been with um, victims of human trafficking and with the uh, homeless pop- population. So I am a Catholic deacon, and I uh, also come to this through that lens. Uh, most recently, though, in the last number of years, I will say that all of my time as a Catholic deacon has been involved with interreligious work, uh, and I've had a chance over the last number of years to meet a lot of people from many other faith traditions, which has really been a, a real gift to me and has really a, been a great uh, exposure to traditions that I knew nothing about growing up. We didn't have any friends who were Sikh or or Hindu or Buddhist, um, so I've really learned a lot over the last number of years about some real beautiful other traditions, and it's been fantastic. So that's a little bit about my background. Let me give you a little, just a tad about my uh, influences, because I've always enjoyed religion, and obviously when I went through a five-year program to become an ordained Catholic deacon, I was able to do a deep dive into many things, and through that process and since that process— Um, over the last eight years, I've really enjoyed reading certain teachers, mentors, leaders who have influenced my spiritual life. And I want to give you a few of them, just so you see where I'm coming from. Uh, The number one on that list would be Richard Rohr. And if you are a Richard Rohr fan, you know what I'm talking about. This guy is, I think, a modern-day prophet and has completely changed the way I see the world, how I see my tradition and uh, has been a big, big influence on me. Uh, if you like Richard Rohr, you probably will like this podcast because pretty much everything I have to say is me just reformulating something I've probably heard him teach over the years. I've tried to listen to all of his his talks and read his books, but I mean, there's an infinite amount of information that this guy has created that's available on the internet and for sale and all over the place. And he's just a remarkable human being who really, really challenged me, caused me a lot of grief going through the process of, uh, of sort of relearning a lot of things. But wow, just a fantastic person. So Richard Rohr would be the first one on that list. Um, but also I, I've had a chance to uh, read and to uh, go to conferences and, and, and groups with uh, Rob Bell. Rob Bell has been a big influence 
It's fantastic. I, I really enjoy his things. Brian McLaren, who I don't know as much about, but I'm reading more of his stuff recently, and he recently came out with a book, Faith After Doubt, which is just a brilliant, fabulous book. Um, I really enjoy Brian McLaren. I'm a fan of Thomas Merton. Um, I really like um, Megan Watterson, who's a, a great feminist theologian, who I read her two books, which I really didn't know anything about that uh, material. And I've got to look more into that. She's been great. And the new one, uh, Bree Stoner from the Center for Action and Contemplation. Uh, I recently heard her on a podcast that was for the Center for Action and Contemplation. And Bree Stoner is, she's sort of a modern day Richard Rohr with with a uh, a female voice, which I think is fabulous. And her her thought, her honesty, her her ability to communicate the ideas that I learned through Richard Rohr are are stunning. I think Bree Stoner is going to be someone who a lot of people start hearing about. And I, I understand she's going to have her own podcast. I really hope she does. And if she does, I'll obviously mention it. I'd love to have her on this podcast because she is fascinating and so talented, does so many different things. Anyway, she's great. Karen Armstrong. Karen Armstrong is a former Irish Catholic nun who is, I think, probably the best author in the world on comparative religions. And I've read most of her books and learned an awful lot. Um, Tilhard de Chardin, French Jesuit priest, is another f- uh, favorite of mine. He's a great theologian and philosopher. Uh, Paul Tillich um, is great. Uh, Rabbi Rami Shapiro is really great. I-, I really enjoy some of his stuff. One of the best books I've ever read was by Paul F. Knitter. He does a book on uh, Christianity and, and Buddhism. Fantastic book. Darren Littlejohn is another one I've enjoyed reading. Uh, Father Greg Boyle is a Jesuit Catholic priest who's great. Shane Claiborne, a Christian activist. Uh, and then lots of books by Pema Chodron and Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, and finally, my friend Swami Mahayogananda from the Vedanta Center. Um, gosh, he's he's really taught me a lot. Anyway, these are just some of the people who um, have influenced me over the years. Uh, it gives you an idea of the road I've been on. And if you like any of those authors or teachers or scholars, you, you might like what you hear on Alm Sunday. If you've never heard of some of those folks, check them out. Um, if you're curious, I think you'll find some some really great things there. Anyway, that's, again, probably too much that you need to know about me. Let me say quickly um, where this podcast is going. You might have noticed in the podcast description that I'm calling this an interspirituality podcast as opposed to an interfaith or an interreligious podcast, and that's by design. We'll probably do a whole episode or more on that because that's significant. But for now, my hope is that Om Sunday is going to be a place for you to explore your spirituality. We're going to have all sorts of content. We'll have opinion pieces by me. We'll have commentary, we'll have news, we'll have interviews with some fascinating spiritual leaders and academics. We'll talk about justice, talk about the environment, and uh, hopefully and primarily, like I started off saying, is I'm hoping we're going to hear you and hear your stories about your experience with the Catholic Church and why you've left, and most importantly, where are you now, what are you doing now, so that we can all learn together. So I'll close by saying that The institutional Catholic religion or the institutional Catholic Church 
It's been around for a while. It's not as old as many religions. Um, and despite the fact that it once had a very far-reaching dominance and power, um, that research now shows us that most Catholics have drifted away. And so things are changing. And that's okay. Maybe it's good news. Maybe something new is coming. Change is the natural movement of the universe. And, and I like to call this a movement. The original movement, which started a couple thousand years ago, with the teaching of this humble Middle Eastern man, before it was an organization, before it was an organized church, before it was a big, rich, and powerful institution, this movement, which arguably only lasted a very short time in its original and unblemished form, I think it's still something that's worth exploring. It's still worth talking about. It's probably still worth living. And so I hope to explore this radical movement because the original message, it wasn't for Catholics. It wasn't for Christians. It was for everyone. Maybe that's why that word Catholic means universal. And according to the statistics, the institution which it has now become, which has given itself the authority to speak for that original radical movement, they've lost most of the people who once attended. So something's gone wrong. And my hope is on Om Sunday we can talk about that, explore that, document that, record your stories about that. And maybe this can be one place where the doors are open for you again. Maybe it can be a place where you can begin to explore again. And maybe it'll make a difference in your life. Anyway, that is all I wanted to have. I wanted to keep this under 20 minutes, and I don't think I did that. But thanks for joining me, and I hope that you'll stay curious, and I hope to hear from you again. Thanks for being here on Home Sunday. See you soon. <laughs>